You're listening to Seated to Serve with business leader and community activist Jeff Bickerstaff, connecting the dots between community, business, and family. Now, here's your host, Jeff Bickerstaff. Small business owners face challenges every day. It could be employees that don't show up. It could be their their uh, their payrolls not what they thought it was going to be. Their profits not what they thought it was going to be. But I think some things, and I know I'm guilty of this too as a small business owner, is that we don't always think about how accountable we are to not only ourselves but you know, our employees and, and such. Today we have a great guest that's going to help us talk about that. My guest today is Nancy Powell Bartlett. Uh, she is president, owner, founder of the Bartlett Alliance, or I guess I should say Bartlett Alliance. I put the in there. Uh, I want to make sure I get it right, Nancy. It's good to see you after all these years. Good to see you too. Dreaming of a new home, an upscale lifestyle, or just a great new space for your growing family? Jeannie Martin and her team at Jeannie Martin Realty are excited to share valuable insight about Saxe, Texas, and all the surrounding areas you love the most. Contact Jeannie Martin Realty at martinteam.com. That's M-A-R-T-E-N-team.com. Or simply pick up the phone and call 972-414-0719. Jeannie Martin Realty, making your dreams a reality since 1997. Go to M-A-R-T-E-N. A-R-T-E-N-Team.com to view listings at your fingertips right now or call 972-414-0719 today. Jeannie Martin Realty is proud to sponsor Seated to Serve on the OBBM Network. Nancy, I've looked at your work from afar. You know, we used to work together at the city of Murphy way back when and uh, thoroughly enjoyed my time with you there. And I'm so thrilled and honored that you're here. And as I've studied you from afar, I wanted to have you on the show because there are some great things that you talk about, uh, not only on your webpage, but as I've gotten to know you. And I guess just starting out, when you got into what you're doing now, uh, what was your main focus? What did, why did you start doing what you're doing? I love to solve problems. And as a business owner. I've certainly faced many of those issues. Uh, Working as an employee, I've worked in the public sector quite a bit. And I just found it really important to figure out how do you help organizations and people be more accountable so that they get better results. And accountability is one of those things, you know, that people hear the word and they kind of cringe. Because whenever we use that word in organizations, it's usually something such as, boy, Jeff, I am holding you accountable for that. You know, <laughs> it sounds so, so everybody scary. Goes, something bad is about to happen when we talk about accountability, and really, it should be a good thing. And so, that's really kind of what I I try to teach people and work with people about is how do you help people and organizations be more accountable so that you get better results. Yeah, I think of accountability. I'll be honest; is it's like the other A word, audit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and uh, I have a great CPA, and my CPA always told me that you know, audit is not a bad thing in and of itself. And all, all an audit is is they're just digging deeper into something. It doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. And I think accountability is the same thing. People hear that word, and they may think that, okay, what did I do? Exactly. Yeah. You know, why are you holding me, quote, accountable? But I think it's a very important concept to talk about because we do, especially as business owners, we do get caught up in, okay, am I making the, the, the most profit I need to make this month? Uh, you know, do are my employees, uh, you know, are they going to show up today? Uh, are they behaving and things like that? And while we're, we're certainly going to get into that, but I think, it, as you know, it starts at the top. 
It absolutely does. And and I think that's why I wanted to have you on because how do we start there? You know, I, just take me for example. You know, I'm a small business owner. I'm I'm the owner. I'm at the top. Sometimes you feel like that. Hey, I'm the boss, and uh, hey, I, I can do what I want. And while that's certainly technically true, I don't know if that's the best thing for you. <laughs> right. Well, you're right that it starts at the top, and it starts with individuals. So even when you think of organizations, small, medium, or large, wherever you have an employee in that organization, you want them to be a leader, right? Right. Leader has nothing to do with job title. It's how you show up every day. And how you show up every day has everything to do with how accountable are you. So I ask people all the time, leaders such as yourself, what are you doing on a daily basis to be accountable to yourself and to your business? So you mentioned a minute ago that people might be thinking, you know, am I going to make the profit that I want to make or my employees going to show up? Well, what are you doing as a business owner to make sure that you're doing things on a daily basis. You know, we, we all have good days and we all have bad days, but what are you, Jeff, doing <laughs> on a daily basis to make sure that that goal that you want to reach, you're doing specific things each day to reach that goal? And with your employees, what are you doing to help them be accountable as opposed to holding them accountable? Well, yes, and I think that's a great point because the thing I think about it as as a as a boss, and you're right, uh, a leader is not a title; it's it's who you are. That's exactly. what I always said. And and as you know, there are people that are head of small organizations, medium, large, that are head of the organization. But we can think of plenty of examples where at least we think they're not really being a leader, right? And then of course there's other examples where we think, hey, yes, they are absolutely. That's who I wanted to be like. But you're right, because what I try to do, I can't expect my employees to live up to a certain standard or, or level or whatever if I'm not doing it. That's right. <laughs> and and I think that's a challenge for a lot of business owners because, like I said, we, we get caught up in the day-to-day stuff and, oh, I got this worry, I got that worry, I got to take care of this client and things like that. So as a as an owner, what's some of the things that we can do to start with ourselves? You know, because I think that's hard because if, if I think to myself, okay, Jeff, how can I today, this morning I wake up, how can I hold myself accountable? Um, I'm sure ultimately when I thought about it a lot, I could probably come up with something, but that's why you're here because that's, <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, part of it is first just taking time to think about it. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but it reminds me I worked in city government for quite some time. And one organization that I worked in, we had glass offices so we could be transparent, right? <laughs> yes. <I laughs> and it really glass makes office. you a little crazy when you work in a glass office because it's very, it can be very distracting. So I had to learn how to focus um, and not look up every time somebody walked by. You know, it could be easy to do that. And one day I was sitting in my office thinking about an issue that had come up at a meeting, and I was really trying to figure out, okay, how can we approach this? And somebody walked by my office and knocked on the glass and said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, I'm thinking. And she laughed, and she said, no, 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 really, what are you doing? I said, I'm thinking. And she finally walked into the office. She said, come on, what are you doing? I said, Brenda, I'm really trying to think about this issue that came up. And she started laughing, and she said, oh, please, who has time to think anymore? And she walked out. (laughs) But we we all feel that way, right? Yes. And if you don't take the time every day 
I don't care if it's five minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, to really think about what is it that I need to do today, not necessarily tomorrow. What do I need to do today that's going to help me and my organization and my business and my customers move forward? And you'd be amazed what you can come up with on your own because somewhere rolling around in the back of your head, you've got all that stuff, right? It's probably what you think about at 2 o'clock in the morning when you wake up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that, right? So what are you doing every day to make that happen? And if you would set that, if you did nothing else, if you had set aside time to do that every day, you'd be amazed at what you could get done. You need a vacation, a beautiful beach, first-class accommodations, whatever delights your soul. At LCS Travel Services, you can afford to have it all. LCS Travel Services saves you money and time for a great vacation. We'll match you with the perfect destination, resort, or package without charging you any fees and require only a down payment to get you started. Call us today at 214-432-2909. That's 214-432-2909. LCSTravel.com to find out what we can do for you. And then call 214-432-2909 today. Yeah, it's like a, I I know it's more than a mental to-do list because like you said, you actually want to write it down. Right. But that's the way I see it. And you're absolutely right because there are days to where I've I've had just a chaotic day the day before, let's say. And then all of a sudden, you know, everybody's had this feeling. The day's over. I didn't get anything done I wanted to get done. (laughs) You know, and, and it's not that you were sitting around doing nothing, but you were doing a bunch of things that ultimately probably weren't as productive as they could have been. And so I have found, just like you said, when I do take the time in the morning to, okay, what do I want to accomplish today? If I write it down, there's a much better chance of success that I will do that. There is. And, and I, I hear that's what you're saying. Yeah, and, and actually adult learning theory speaks to that too because if you're in a – if you go to some seminar or you're in a classroom and you sit there and you passively listen, you listen, but that's it. You're going to retain maybe about 10% of what you heard in that seminar. Even if they're interesting. Even if you're interested. <laughs> but if you just sit there and do nothing, if you write it down – then the percentage goes up significantly because now your brain is connecting with that pencil on your hand and okay, maybe a maybe a computer. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, <me>. you're, <laughs> but but you know, there's a lot Something. that says the the idea of actually taking a pencil or pen in your hand and writing, it just helps your brain connect more. You remember it better. That's how I learned foreign languages in high school. I would write them and write them and write them and then that helped me connect before I could really speak them well. I, I think you're right. I think Especially for uh, you know our generations, that's that's uh, for us. It's not because that's how we grew up. We grew up writing mm-hmm. things down. Mm-hmm. I still have all my. I still do. I have all my notes from uh, my time at Texas A and M, my classes, because I I can go back and look at them. Right, it's there. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny how you when you just start reading it just a little bit, <laughs> right. you think, oh, I remember that. And you can you can almost picture the professor's face and where you're at, right? And, exactly, and, and, and all that. And that's and that's you don't get that today. That's true. You know. And I think so. That's great. So that's definitely where we want to start. Yeah, but you read all the time in the newspaper and in the media about how this company, uh, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, failed at something, or there's some investigation going on, mm-hmm. or or unhappy employees and things like that. And to me, we can definitely hold ourselves accountable as heads of organizations, but also as the head of an organization. We got to hold our people accountable too. 
I, I would guess that's another challenge. Well, it is. And how are you going to help them be accountable? You said a while ago that, first of all, you need to model the behavior that you expect of your employees, obviously. Most of us know that. And we think, well, everybody knows that and everybody does it. But they don't. <laughs> I have certainly had supervisors in my career who said one thing and did another. Mm-hmm. And we've all seen that. And so you you if you're that type of supervisor, then you know, you can hit people over the head with a two by four and demand that they do things and order them to do it. And they probably will because they don't want to get hit over the head again, right? But that's just short-term compliance. Okay, if you all right, okay. But they're not happy, they're not motivated, they're not being productive. If, on the other hand, they see you every day in the conversations they have with you, the things that you do, that you care about them, you're interested in their development, yes, you want your company to be successful, but you also want those employees to be successful. Even if that means they get so good, they go and do some <laughs> something else, but you've, you've helped them, right? You've right. helped them do that. So you have to set the tone and you have to set the pace. And then if people believe, you know what, I work for Jeff and I really do think he has my best interest at heart. I do. I'm going to be more productive. I'm going to be more enthusiastic about working with you. And now you've got somebody working for you who's, who wants to be there for the long term and who wants to invest and who gets energized and excited about what they do. I, I so, uh, A wise person told me way back that if you keep your employees happy, then they will keep your customers happy. That's a wise person. Yes, and I've always remembered that because it's, you know, like you said, and that's a great example you just used, if you're constantly beating your employees over the head, yes, you're right, they're going to get short-term compliance, but long-term, well, they probably won't even be there. Right, they're (laughs) looking around. They're looking around. (laughs) But if they feel like, like you said, they had their best interest at heart, then, you know, because we all are going to run into... Uh, whether you're a city, government, where you're a business, whatever, you know, one person show, you're going to run into that client that's not happy. That's right. About something. It may be something that you actually did or <laughs> it may not be anything you did, although they're still blaming you. You have to know how to handle that. And if it's, as the owner, if it's your employees handling that, then you're thinking, okay, well, I, when you hear about it, t- sometimes after the fact, you, you want to say, well, okay. Uh, what happened? And then you, they tell you the story, and everything. And, and everything at the end of the story is every, everything's great. He's fine now, or she's fine, or whatever. And that's what you want, as opposed to, well, you know what, you know, that's that's I, I that's just happens. Your problem, not mine. Yeah, and that, that when you were saying that, it reminded me um, when I was working for the city of El Paso, we had we introduced what is known as Lean Six Sigma. And just very general discussion of that is you're looking at processes in your organization and trying to find out where they're not working the way they're supposed to. And every organization in the world, including yours, including mine, everyone has processes that just don't work the way they should. And so you have, sometimes what you have is really good employees who are working in really bad processes. And so they're trying to get the work done, but it, but they have to work around it. You know, in, in organizations, we have HR policies that have been amended and amended and amended over the years, and now they don't make any sense anymore. But, but Nancy, it's so hard to change process. <laughs> I just want to make some money. <laughs> it's really not that hard. Okay. You know, it's like you've, you've heard people say if you 
Uh, take the time to do a plan up front. Yes, it's going to take time and energy, but it you get such great results and rewards on the back end, right? Once you get that plan in place and you're you're working it every day, then it's absolutely worth it. It's the same thing with processes. So I, I one of the things I do is work with organizations to look at the processes and the who who knows where the processes are broken. It's the employees. Because every day they're sitting there thinking, why in the world do we do this this way? It makes no sense. And people everywhere start nodding their head when I take them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know that, right? That's that. Yeah, we've got some of those. So one of the things we did in El Paso was during one of those lean process improvements, uh, we were looking at um, citizens needing to or wanting to reserve a space in, in a city park, right, to have a party or an event or something. And when we looked at it, we had some pretty unhappy citizens because they said it was too convoluted and it was too complicated and it took too long. And this is just to reserve it. Yes, okay. just to reserve it. So so we put a team together of people who worked in that process and they, they found out that on average citizens were having to um, – Make fourteen different contacts with the parks department. Oh my goodness! Yeah, before the and it took on average like two to three weeks to get the permit to be able to do that. Well, that's ridiculous. Wow! Right, <laughs> and they didn't even realize it because they'd never stopped to say, literally, what does this look like from the customer's perspective? And so when they found that out, I also told them I wanted them to have one of the customers, you know, a resident of the city one of the residents who complained the most to be on that team. Because I said, you're going to learn a lot from people who are unhappy with what you do. They're not unhappy just because they're grumpy people. There's something wrong, and you haven't heard it yet. And in the end, once she was on the team and she gave input, she ended up coming before the city council and talking about how great that experience was and how much it was improved. And by the way, they went from 14 contacts to one and then to doing it five minutes online. Oh wow! So you can improve processes. <laughs> so yes, and so you're right because that's that's where I think a lot of it's lost on whether you're like I said you're the the owner of the small business or you're the department head in in, in whether it's city government or whatever, and you think the process is fine because how often do you probably use it? Exactly. <laughs> right. You know, but hey, this no, I thought of it. It's got to be great. Right. Uh, that's yeah, you're right. So that's a great point because even though to me it sounds like it, it, that's just if I'm changing processes. I'm not making any money, but that's not really the case because, it, like you said, it's going to take a little time to go through the process. But you know, you will probably make more money, right? Once this changed, well, and also too, Nancy has what I call the three P's that she talks about. And uh, when we come back from our break, we're going to explore the three P's and other great information that Nancy has for us. We're going to have our sponsors pay some bills, and we'll be right back. Your heart wants to buy, but your bank account is screaming, you're not ready. (laughs) Chances are you're closer than you think. Randy Watkins and the team at Academy Mortgage provide options you probably never knew existed. And then they walk you through it all. Conventional loans, renovation loans, even energy efficiency loans. Call Randy Watkins today, 214-684-1164 and begin taking charge of your future. That's Randy Watkins at Academy Mortgage, 214-684-1164. Randy Watkins, NMLS 177234, Academy Mortgage, NMLS 3113, Equal Housing Lender. All right, we're back. Thank you to our lovely sponsors. We love them, so we want you to love them too. So please go visit them. We're here with Nancy Powell Bartlett with the Bartlett Alliance, 
And, you know, before the break, Nancy, we were talking about uh, how to change processes and how people at the top, if you will, don't always know the process is broken. And especially for small business owners, we've heard the phrase, we've always done it that way. I'm sure that drives you crazy. It makes you, me really <laughs> crazy. I'm, I'm making a face, as you said. Yeah, yeah so it is audio, but uh, when we do video later, we'll uh, down the road, maybe we can get that. But yeah, we, the phrase, we've always done it that way. And uh, as I talked about before the break as well, is the mentality that business owners have too, is like, well, when I, the, the time I have to take to actually explore and research to, to change this process, I, you know, I won't be making any money. And I think what you can elaborate on is, well, actually, it is an investment and, and it might take a little bit of time or it might take a lot of time, depends on what the issue is. But when you make that time investment and you invest in your employees because they're the ones who recognize the problem most of the time, you're going to make more money after it's fixed, correct? Right. So if you, if your attitude as a small business owner is, we've always done it that way, as you said, then my question would be, and have you always gotten the results that you want? If you've always done it that way and everything is just fine and you're highly successful, great. But for most of us, that's not true. It's I will like, tell you no. <laughs> okay, so there you go. So we want better results. We want more customers. How do you get more customers? By delivering excellent customer service. How do you deliver excellent customer service? You've got to make sure that you and your employees are in tune with what your customers want and not you saying, here's what you need. And so I think that's a mistake we make sometimes. We tell people, I got it. I got it figured out. Don't worry. Here's what you need. Instead of really saying, Jeff, as my new customer, tell me a little bit about what you need. It really should come from that, but we make the mistake of saying, wow, we've got this fabulous product, but we never really listen to it about it from the customer's point of view. And you'd be amazed at what you would learn if you would just ask people some questions. Yeah, you know, and that's a great point because I think as business owners, again, whether you're over a small business or you're a large corporation, we are afraid to ask those questions. Mm -hmm. Well, why is that? Well, it could be because we thought of it. It's our baby, yeah, sure. and you know we're we have our egos to protect, and it, there's it's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, that might be a reason, but I think the other reason is too. It's sometimes it's laziness. Is that well? I, I just I don't want. I just I just don't want to have to mess with that. But what you said too, it goes back to customer service. That's part of customer service. I, I think the term customer service has become too much of a generic term. If that makes sense. And and what I mean by that is, well, we provide excellent customer service. And like you said, okay, how do you do that? I can promise you, if you talk to a lot of business owners, it might take them a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what we, and I know that's what you do, is to help us think about that. Right. You know, well, I mean, because everybody's in a different industry. I'm in insurance. Uh, you know, you obviously help people with, uh, with their accountability uh, and things like that. Uh, and then, there's a florist that does floor, you know, does right. flowers. Sure. You know, there's a ton of different examples, but I just don't think, and it goes back to what you said in the very beginning about starting your day. You know, while we should, on a micro level, we should definitely start our day that way. We don't do it near as much, but we should. And I think we'll be better off if we do. But then on the macro level, we don't want to do it there either. Right. <laughs> you know, because it's too much work. I don't want to do that. You know, and, when you're talking to, like I said, you, you've talked to a ton of different people, a ton of different types of organizations. When they're struggling with that, 
where's the best place to start? One person at a time. <laughs> start with yourself. You always start with yourself, right? So oh, you per- okay. yeah, no, don't you hate that? <laughs> yeah. You do. You have to. You have to take that five minutes and say, okay, where am I with this first? Because if you're going to be the leader, and you're going to ask people or to help them be accountable, not hold them accountable, then you know you've got to demonstrate that. So. You mentioned the three P's that we talked about a while ago with my business. So I look at, I want people to look at, number one, what is your potential just for yourself? And are you doing everything you can to reach your potential on a regular basis? I'll give you a day off from time to time. Okay, good. (laughs) need to breathe. And then what's the potential of your organization or your business? So whether, like you said, you're a a one-woman show or you've got two or three employees or maybe nine or ten or thousands, whatever that is, what is the potential of your organization? And help your employees see that. That's then the next piece. That's the perspective. We need okay, perspective. Well, it wasn't too bad so far, but <laughs> now I got to show them. But yeah, you do. I mean, so you do have to, actually, you do have to know what you're doing. <laughs> that's, Dang, okay. That's really important. And if you don't, if you're starting out and it's new, go get some education on it. Go find people who are really successful at what you want to do. And find out what it is they do. How did they become successful? Celebrate life's fun moments with gourmet cupcakes. What is a gourmet cupcake? Simply put, flavor perfection. Confection Perfection by Melissa delights with over 14 flavors of delicious gourmet cupcakes and specialty cookie varieties. Triple Chocolate Temptation, Cookies and Dream. Almond butter applause, lips smacking lemon. Tantalize your taste buds with cupcake sensations that will bring you back again and again. Go to confectionperfectionbymelissa.com for delivery or pickup orders placed online. Place your order today at confectionperfectionbymelissa.com. I have found in my work that most people are really very giving and are happy to share, you know, well, here's what I did, here's what I tried, uh, whether that's having a mastermind group with other business owners. But it's also important to get the perspective from people who do a totally different kind of business from you. Because the truth is, we all like to think and believe that our businesses are very unique and special, and they are, right? Because they're personal to us. Yes, absolutely. you're a business owner, right? But... There are people who are doing a totally different kind of work from you, but they're still working within an organization. So your business is insurance. My business is consulting and public speaking. But the pieces of our business, the things that we have to do on a daily basis to have a good, solid business are the same. So I can talk to you and say, Jeff, well, how did you do X, Y, Z? And you could share something with me, and I would... I would hear it from a totally different perspective. Well, that's a great point because I think as business owners, we we have a lot of, uh, there's a lot of myths out there. Mm. Uh, You touched on a couple of them that I think are really, really important. One is, well, that person in my industry that's more successful than I am, he ain't going to talk to me. I mean, he wants to keep all the money to himself. And like you said, for the most, I mean, there are a few of those out there, obviously, but for the most part, people are very giving and sharing uh, about that because they're secure in where they're at. Right. And you, and you don't right. feel like they probably don't feel like you're a quote threat to them. Uh, that's one myth out there. I think that we should do a better job of uh, the other thing is 
like you said, talk to people that are in other industries right. because you can learn something. Because I can promise you, I learned a ton from you today, and you're not insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Nancy, I mean, geez, we could talk another hour, I know, but uh, unfortunately, we don't have that kind of time. But I guess to to end the show this morning, what uh, you know, how can people contact you? How can uh, what services can you provide for them? To contact me, my number is 214-454-8527. My email is nancy at bartlettalliance.com. And my website is www.bartlettalliance.com. And I will say I've uh, visited all of those, and there's some great things on your website. And like I said, we, even, if we just, even if we had just talked about your website today, we, I don't think 30 minutes would have did it justice. <laughs> but I would encourage everyone to go to that because there's some great ideas that Nancy has. And all Nancy's information is located in the Outbeat Business app. Nancy, it was great to have you. I definitely want to have you back. Maybe uh, in the future uh, we'll be on TV. Uh, I know you do, like I said, you do a lot of speaking. So, uh, but uh, I like radio. It's kind of fun. I do too. This has been great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nancy. It's good to see you, and we'll you see you too. soon. All right. If you or your business is interested in being a guest or advertising on the Seat of the Turf show, please call 972 771 4992, or you can email me at jeff at bickerstaffinsurance.com. That's jeff at bickerstaffinsurance.com. That's it for this episode of Seed of the Serve. We're connecting the dots between business, community, and family. Have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to Seated to Serve with Jeff Bickerstaff. To be a guest on Seated to Serve or to advertise your business, contact 972-771-4992. Seated to Serve is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and Affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Seated to Serve each Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on OBBM Radio and the OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-771-4992 for guest and sponsor information today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.